Welcome back to our, what is this, our fifth or sixth episode of fill in the blank of what this podcast is. Um, But yeah, last week was, not last week, two weeks ago was good. What did Mm. we talk about? Relationships. Relationships, dating relationships. Conversations about like hurt and how to deal with hurt and Mm. the challenges that you face being hurt. Mm. So we asked people to submit questions about faith, walking with Jesus, and we got a couple that we're going to answer today. Mm. So... The first one, are we going to do the one if God, the one that we just talked about, or do we want to move on to something a little bit simpler and then move, maybe move, move our way back? Maybe we could come back to that one. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, we'll start with this one. If you are interested in someone and not so sure if they're interested in you, how do you know when or if it's right to pursue them? Mm-hmm. How do you know when to wait or when to make <clears throat> a move? <laughs> wow. I thought you said when to wait or when to mate. <laughs> and I'm okay, glad the podcast I'm glad. name. <laughs> uh, definitely not. I'm glad that's uh, not what it actually said <laughs> after the ceremony. <laughs> um, no, no. Wait, okay. Could you say it one more time? Yes. One more time. If you are interested in yeah. someone okay. and not so sure if they're interested in you, mm-hmm. how do you know when or if it's right to pursue them? Okay, pause there because then there's like a second yeah, question, yeah, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's. It's basically asking the same. So thing. if you don't know that if somebody's interested in you. Mm-hmm. How do you know if you should pursue them, if you should ask them out, if you should? I think, I think to me, it comes back to just being friends. Like, if you don't know, then assume that they don't. Like, I think always erring on the side of caution would be best. Like, if, if you're kind of getting, like, the vibe that they might be interested, but you don't know for sure because they haven't communicated that to you, then you have to assume that they're not interested in you romantically. And so if you approach them just as from the friend angle, you start to develop a cool friendship then be if you're so if you're a guy i'm just going to tell you just be a man about it and communicate clearly hey i'm interested in you are you interested in me as well and if you're not cool we can just be friends leave it at that if you are then you can move on to the whatever's next but to me i think plain not assuming that they're interested in you cuz i think a lot of people assume that someone's interested in them and then start acting a certain way towards them and then mm-hmm. it's just weird but mm-hmm. if you could just to me i would just assume that they're my friend and as my feelings start to grow, then I would communicate that to them. Be like, hey, I don't know where you're at with this, but here's where I'm at. And if you are there too, then maybe we can, you know, make this like go on a date now and like be more intentional about that, have more intentional conversations. But then if they say, hey, I don't actually see you like that, I'm not interested mm-hmm. in you, then you have to take a step back and Good. not be weird about it. What do you think, Lauren? <laughs> hear a female perspective i think (laughs) before we hear our married perspective (laughs) (laughs) well the question is like how do you know when or if it's right to pursue them Mm. i feel like sometimes the girl is not interested and the guy is Mm -hmm. and so they kind of like tiptoe but like we're humans and we all kind of you know you know what i mean like the way people talk their body language how much they want to hang out girls are very intuitive for the most part and mm. so they like can pick up on these things. Um, so if she, you know, if I, if I don't like a guy and he's like, oh, I'm interested in you. And then are you interested in me? And I'm like, no, it's like hard to have that same friendship. So I get what you're saying, but also for a girl, at least it's a little bit hard to just like, oh yeah, okay. Let's just continue on knowing where you're at is different to like where we just were. Does that make sense? It, it does. I, the only pushback I would have is that so you said girls are very intu- intuitive about how a guy can be, how they're talking. I don't think guys are very intuitive. Mm. At least I'm not. Like there mm. are m- moments in, in my friendship and relationship with my girlfriend where she was like, 
it basically expected me to read her mind a little bit. She's like, you didn't pick up on that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, mm. when was I supposed to pick up on that? Mm. And uh, and so then that that's where I like, to me, that's where I go back to like, just communicate. And, and sure, mm. maybe the friendship doesn't go back to the level that it was at or to the same friendship. But I think for me, it's best to always communicate clearly where you're at. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with what you said before, even about friendship. I think that's so important. Like, even if you do start dating or pursue a relationship after or not, yeah. like, a friendship is always, I think, like, a firm foundation to stand on. Yeah. Married men? <laughs> I have so many questions that spur up that I want to ask you guys on top of this, so maybe we'll ask them. But Yeah, I think, I think well, just to kind of... Build off the build-off? Build off the build-off. <laughs> one thing I've noticed is that about many guys i'm not going to make an, a universal statement here mm-hmm. but like i've noticed this in a lot of guys like mm-hmm. we will read we if we are interested in someone mm-hmm. we will take any positive like <laughs> response as like oh she's into me you know like oh dear I, I don't know if you guys resonate with that at all but like she passed the green beans at dinner you're you know like, oh, a, a group meal you're like she man she would be all the signals she's my green bean <laughs> you start coming up with these nicknames no it's like it's so quick to latch on to like these uh very like yeah. neutral yeah um action mm, actions yeah. and you kind of take that as a signal i think that creates a lot of these uh situations where the guy is more interested than mm. the girl is and the girl's like he's not taking the hints because she's nice to him and he's like oh she's flirting but she's yeah. just being nice you know right. it's, i've seen i've heard that a lot from both the guys i've interacted with and girls that mm. my like friends who have mm-hmm. shared with me so i think that's an interesting dynamic to keep mm. in mind especially as guys like she might not be into you yeah. You know, we should keep keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. Um, it's true. <clears throat> but here's here's two things. One, um, it's very rare that someone regrets um, taking things too slow, taking things slow. Right. That's um, it's yeah. it's super common that people regret taking things too fast. So mm. good. Like yeah. that is like the the common th- um, story of regret is we went too fast or something like that. So um, taking time, being patient, realizing that the world does not operate on the timeline that they say it does, you know, like Mm -hmm. romance can wait. Love takes its time. Um, I think that helps, um, that, that approach can help is just like, be patient, wait on, um, don't rush into things. If you're not sure yet, it's okay. Take, take some time until you are sure. Um, another thing, um, is your, your community, like your friends can help you to, to understand when it's time. Oh, you just got a relationship and you're looking for, um, you're looking for, um, acceptance. You're looking for some kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be why you're so quick to rush into this other thing. You know, you know, your friends can challenge you and say like, Hey, maybe you should wait a little bit longer or, yeah. Hey, I don't know if you no- noticed this, but he's got like all these red flags or she's got all these red flags, you know, community helps you to discern when is the right time and when is not the right time. So mm-hmm. I would say waiting, no one ever regrets or very few people regret taking time. And waiting. And you know what? The the common thing that people say to me when I say something like that is, well, what if they like move on and lose their interest and you I miss my shot? It's like, okay, well, the Lord will provide. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like the Lord will sovereign, the Lord man. will sustain you yeah. and bring you forward and uh you'll meet lots of other new people who are you know, there are a lot of like people in this world who are beautiful in heart and soul. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. So you'll find someone, someone else, and maybe you weren't meant for that one. Right. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, especially when you're like 16. Yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So true. Go climb trees. Like, <laughs> go climb trees. <laughs> I don't, we used to do that. Yeah. You guys do that when you're little. I did. Yeah. Oh, climb totally. Trees? Yeah. Totally yeah. climb Love trees. Yeah. I'll still climb a tree. Yeah. Same. I still see a good tree on my. Like, oh, okay. I, I don't still climb <laughs> trees. Sure. But anyway, sure. okay. I, I love climbing trees. Uh, <clears throat> so for me, when I look at the question, uh, how do you know if someone if they're not interested? I think going back to that portion before, you know, I would try to find out if they're interested. I think that I would say this though. There is always risk yeah. involved in asking somebody out. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just something you have to deal with. So if you're waiting for 100% certainty, yeah, it's rare that you ever get that. And if you wait for that, you may lose the person like you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm just waiting. I'm just more signs, more signs. Like, no, there's a line of you just had to cross and just say, if I get rejected, and that's hard for both. That's yeah. hard for guys. That's hard mm-hmm. for girls. But if you get rejected, you get rejected. And yeah. so... That's a little bit the cost or the price of asking somebody out. But I think there's ways that wisely you can try to find out if they're, they are the right person or if they're interested in you. Yeah. So asking their friends or asking one of, you know, it's kind of the, this still happens, but yeah. high school thing, like asking, you know, your friend to kind of see if they're interested, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hanging out in a group environment with them right. and just seeing what your chemistry is. You may like how they look, but and who they are from far, but you may not have chemistry with them. So right. I think you can, and if you're around somebody and you're interested and they're interested, you should be able to pick up af- mm-hmm. after a while, or you should have people around you say, hey, I think there may be something there. So I think it is best in a community type of setting. But eventually, even with all of that, right. there may, you may be 99% that they're interested. You still have a 1% risk that you right. misread something or you misunderstood something. So I yeah. think there's there's still a line that you have to cross at the end of the day. But I think there's ways you can get closer to having more certainty yeah. to help you kind of take that plunge. Yeah. Mm. yeah. For sure. That's good. Any other points on this question? I have questions from okay. this question. Okay, right, one I, question. Okay. <laughs> Pick the best one. What are your guys' thoughts on who should pursue? Oh, that was a question I was oh, thinking of. Between good men question. or women? Yeah. That was one of my questions to you guys was, well, that's what I think how do you feel question. about a girl asking the guy out or like the girl being the one to like really pursue? I, I have I have an opinion, but uh, yeah. I want to start with Zach. I have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start with me. Um. You know, I think there are a lot of uh, cultural expectations mm-hmm. tied up in this, traditions mm-hmm. tied up in this um, that would say, you know, the man should pursue the woman. Um, someone even goes so far as to say the man was created to pursue. I don't know what you guys think about that. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know um, a lot of relationships that could have been um, that could have been something beautiful if if uh, the woman would have felt the support to pursue. Mm. I, I think if, if mm. I have to rewind, um, cause I'm married now, but if I, if Back I was in the dating stage, mind. yeah, <laughs> so, so long ago, <laughs> if I, yeah, if a, 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 a girl asked me out, I think I would, um, be a little offended by that, but because mm. of those cultural things, that's interesting. I think because of that, mm. because I have been culturally wired to think mm. I'm supposed to do this. And so by you doing this, it's like emasculating me or like mm. uh, uh, subverting my, my masculinity. Yeah. Mm. Um, but since then, 
I've kind of come around with like, you know, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's as big a deal as, as maybe our culture makes it out to be. Yeah. Um, and I think there could be a place where, um, definitely where a woman could communicate her feelings, especially like if that relationship is stalled out because the, the woman is in that place, but the man isn't, Mm -hmm. um, if she's just waiting for the man to like do something to initiate, then she's kind of stuck or she ends things. Right. But, um, or this is, we're talking even before that in a relationship, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is this, um, I think sometimes women get stuck on waiting for a man to come and ask them when they like have a really strong feeling mm-hmm. like that this could be the case. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's a problem for her to go up and say, mm-hmm. to communicate, hi, I have these, I mean, hopefully your friends already, yeah, you like right, already know right. the person, but <laughs> to say like, um, Hey, I've been noticing this. I feel this, this, like this, this energy between us, this vibe, whatever you call it. Yeah. And, and to say like, Hey, would you be interested in pursuing this? Mm-hmm. And there's a way to do that without subverting the man's masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's my opinion. It's good. You may disagree and I'm, I'm okay with that, but, um, I'm okay with women, at, uh, uh, initiating. I think what's interesting just as you're kind of, you're being honest about it is that, you have a perspective where you say, oh, basically, I think that either a guy or, or a, a girl could do it, mm-hmm. man or woman could do it, but you would feel, it's interesting, your honesty with yourself of yeah. like, I would feel maybe like, oh, I don't know if I like this, mm-hmm. you know, if it happened to you. That's, that's an interesting, you know, and you talked about the reasons yeah. why, but that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What about hmm. you guys? Uh, I think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with it per se, but... It was funny because me, me and my girlfriend were talking about this and she was saying that, you know, I she she was saying from her perspective, I've never been the one to pursue anybody. Um, she was like, I've always been expected to be like pursued. I um, mean, not, not in a prideful way or anything like that, but she mm-hmm. just maybe it's a cultural thing, tradition. Um, but I, I it's it would seem to me that if like a girl were, was pursuing me or if a girl was pursuing a dude. For whatever reason, I don't know why I'm coming to this conclusion, but it would seem to me like the guy isn't as interested or may never be as interested as a girl was. Hmm. Um, like, I feel like he would just not get to that level of like, I, I pursued you and like, I'm after you, I'm continually to, continuing to pursue you. Hmm. And it's not the woman isn't pursuing back, but for her to make the initial like, I'm going to go after you. Maybe it is a cultural thing, but it just, it doesn't, I don't feel like I'm being, like my masculinity is being taken away. It just doesn't feel like the right way of doing it Mm. to me personally. Good. Hmm. What do you think, Lauren? Oh, I I can go. Yeah, we'll do the Yeah, you want to go? So, of course, my mind goes to the verse Mm. that I think uh, a lot of, I don't want to say all this thought comes from, but Mm. I'd say maybe the main verse people point to in the Bible. Um, Proverbs 18, 22, when they're talking about this is he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So it's mm-hmm. like the husband or the man pursuing the woman. Mm-hmm. I personally though, um, like you, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't, I think it could go either way. Yeah. Um, I've had women ask me out, um, and I've asked women out. Mm-hmm. So it, interestingly enough, I don't feel a certain type of way. Um, about it though, if I get asked, I know they do. And it's interesting. I think this is good that it comes up because I think people should know, maybe women specifically should know that there's guys that feel different about it. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and have different opinions on it. So they may run into a guy that's like totally good with it. And they yeah. may run into a guy that feels a certain way about it. Yeah. Um, but no, I never really felt, a, sir, I think that in my mind though, ideally I would pursue yeah. the one that I felt like was right, yeah. but I never looked down on, or I don't know, Zach, you're not saying this either, but I never, from my experience, never looked down or felt like it was wrong. Like mm-hmm. I never thought, how could they come up to me or they, this is yeah. not the right order. This is not the right process. Right. I just thought, Oh, I didn't know you're interested or yeah. thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Um, so that's how I kind of, uh, went about it and, and experienced it. So I think yeah. either one, Yeah. I think some people have really strong opinions about it. And I would say this too. <laughs> I think that my experience, and actually I could say this pretty, pretty strongly, my experience is that women want to be pursued. Hmm. So, um, yeah, there's, there's certain, there's certain things yeah. that, and once again, we're I'm speaking, speaking generally, so it doesn't apply to everybody, yeah. but I think generally women respond to us. They, they are attracted to a man who's a strong leader, um, you know, in, in, you know, a strong godly leader, right? Uh, a strong godly leader, somebody that's bold and courageous. I think ask women, what do they say? They're attracted to confidence. Mm-hmm. He may not look everything what, but he has confidence. He goes up several notches. What is that? Confidence is an expression of courage. Mm-hmm. So I think it is. It's an, an expression of knowing who you are. Yeah. And I think women are, are attracted, even if they don't even, even they don't agree with everything a guy stands for, if they see confidence in him, they're drawn to it. Yeah. They're drawn to it. And I think that pursuit <clears throat> comes from confidence. I think it comes from courage because it takes, like we said earlier, a risk. It takes a risk to go up and ask somebody because you could be rejected and everybody, whether you're a guy or the toughest guy, everybody, nobody likes that. Yeah. So I was going to say, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't find it now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more proce- verbally processing it. I don't find it necessarily wrong. Um, if a girl initially comes up and be like, Hey, I'm interested in you. Is that mutual? Right. Yeah. But I think like the, after that, the constant, like, like, uh, I guess the constant pursuit of it mm-hmm. to me would feel like it would be like you said, like I feel like a, a girl would want to be pursued. Right. Mm-hmm. And not be the one pursuing a dude. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the initial conversation can be very like, I'm interested. Like, would you want to grab some coffee or something? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you've been in a friend group already and have mutual friends and been going out with this friend group a long time. Um, but then I, everything after that, I feel like the guy if he's also mutually interested, can be the one that initiates and almost, you know, pursues mm. pursues the, the the woman, the girl. Lauren? Uh, okay, I was just going to... <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say something? You look like you were about to say something on what uh, Josiah I, said. I just had a thought about the Proverbs, yeah. that Proverbs verse. Um, because, yeah, that is very It's like one of the main ones one. people go to. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing to note about that that kind of doesn't make it as absolute is to recognize that Proverbs is written in a culture where, you know, um, it's a patriarchal culture, meaning that the father and the men are like kind of the ones who do the pursuing and the caring Mm -hmm. for and things. Um, But Proverbs is kind of written from the perspective of a man speaking to his son. And so like kind of all of it comes from the perspective of a, of a man. And so, and then women, I've, I've talked to women who say like they have a hard time reading Proverbs sometimes because it's all from the perspective mm-hmm. of a man. You know, like the mm-hmm. temptress is a woman, not mm-hmm. a man, mm-hmm. but... Um, but it could be a man. But it could be a man. Yeah. That's the thing. And so women, when they read Proverbs, they have to kind of do a little bit of um, mental work to see how it applies to them. 
um, and realize like, yes, it's using masculine pronouns and it's talking to a man, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's only applicable to men. Yeah, so the reverse of that would be if you find um, a husband, a good husband, you found a good a, a good thing as well. Yeah. So I think it's another thing that kind of helps to like... <laughs> nuance it. Yeah, nuance Yeah, that. I would say from my understanding of the Bible, I would not say there's a strong argument from the Bible that a man needs to be the one that pursues. Mm. I would say there is an argument. I would not say that it's... I would I, I from my understanding of scripture and from what I've studied, I I don't know a, vo- a verse that I can point to that's like explicitly like the man needs to do it or it's sin. It's like <laughs> yeah. I see examples of yeah. it in the Bible, but I don't see something that would feel like if a woman came up to me, she's violating something that is not wrong. But I'll go back to what I said. Yeah. I do believe that women want to be, be pursued, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the things that draws mm-hmm. them. And there's a guy that really wants her. Yep. Yeah. Just one, literally one quick, quick <laughs> comment, and then Lauren. One really strong example of a woman pursuing a man in scripture for the purpose of marriage is Ruth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a very small book that maybe not a lot of people have read, but it's so core. And the point in that book is because Ruth, a woman, a woman, not even Israelite, mm-hmm. pursued someone for the safety of um, her family. Um, the the line of the Messiah was preserved. David came from that marriage mm-hmm. only because Ruth... Um, um, pursued. Up. So there's yeah. even, yeah, these, all these arguments that kind of mm. could yeah. be made mm. for, for either one. But anyways, yeah. Lauren, what do you think? I, I have so many thoughts. Wow. Oh, here we go. Okay. Get the coffee um, out. <laughs> Lean back, boys. Time Listen, to learn. Oh my God. Whoa, I feel the pressure. Okay. Um, we covered a lot. Yeah. I think, I think that I would agree. It's not right or wrong. Um, mm. I also agree that women want to be pursued. And I think part of the reason is I can't speak on behalf of all women because obviously like there's so abstract, like people are so different from each other. Um, But from what I, I, I feel I know, I feel like women have an ocean inside them full of emotion and knowledge and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And they see things that men don't and men see things that women don't like, Mm -hmm. you know, they complement each other. Right. But I think women have, um, this little skill <laughs> that when a man does something that maybe isn't like an intentional, I am doing this because I want her to see this, we're observing all the little patterns. And so when mm. a man is confident or they do pursue, that says, this man can take care of me. This man does love me. This And, and it proves what like I think a woman is like looking for in a man. Mm. So it's not like, oh, like in the movies, like the tangled, you know, and the man is like chasing after the woman and, you know, but she's like strong-willed. Like, I think that there's this, just this underlying, you're looking for a theme. Like, could this man provide for me? Could this man take care of me? Does this man actually love me? And so when you're like being pursued, you're seeing a little like hints and moments of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, yeah, I think that that's just a thought. (laughs) Um, another one I think is, I've seen, I personally, okay, personally, I don't think um, that I am a strong believer in women pursuing men. I've seen that happen a lot, and I've seen a lot of damage done Hmm. on both ends because of that. I've also seen women pursue men that have turned out great. Mm -hmm. They're married now Mm -hmm. um, and a great marriage. So I think that um, it's not super black and white, but from my experience and what I choose to kind of live my life by, I wouldn't do that. Just simply because I don't think, um, and I think it does go back to this, there's no direct answer, but 
the woman, something kind of comes alive when you're pursued and I can't Mm -hmm. really describe it. Um, but there's, maybe the women back there could, uh, echo this, but like when you're pursued, (laughs) you're like, you're, you're kind of, um, there's a desire for someone to know the deeper parts of you. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like draws something out in a woman. Um, and, and I think there's, there's something really beautiful when that happens, uh, that maybe won't happen if the woman's like, man, this guy's passive. He's not, you know, pursuing me. It looks like he doesn't even want to talk with me. I think that's really tiring and draining. And I, and I've also seen women like kind of encourage the man and like put very clear hints, like black and white hints, like, Hey, I I want you to do this. Mm -hmm. I need this. I need this. And the man still won't get it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's just an issue of where they are um, and how they may might just be passive or afraid of being rejected or who knows. But um, I, I do think that there is something that comes alive in a woman when they're pursued. Uh, The women are nodding their head. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, those are my initial thoughts on that. You yeah. got thoughts, I got thoughts. No, I'm just thinking like you you're you're listing the experience specifically of when a guy is passive and like not showing interest. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if that feeling is still the case that like disappointment is the it, like I don't know, I'm just thinking that's not the only situation that happens, right? Where a guy's mm-hmm. is like explicitly uninterested but then becomes interested because she pursues, right? There might be like a guy who is interested but just doesn't yet um, act on it. Maybe because yeah. he's waiting, you know, maybe because mm-hmm. he's biding his time, trying know. to be patient, or maybe he doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she initiates. So that's kind of a different situation, angle. Mm-hmm. a different mm-hmm. angle. Yeah, 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 to that. It's where I could see, like, definitely the, like, uh, the disappointment or frustration even of, like, you know, I'm clearly giving hints, I'm clearly making this known, and he's just not picking up on it, or yeah. he's just mm-hmm. not interested that I think might be a little bit different than like um, if if it's a little bit more neutral. Yeah, and I would more, I would add something to my position, maybe an asterisk as well. That I would say I think that a that I would be okay with a guy or a girl pursuing. Um, I'd be okay with a guy or a girl pursuing, but I think the guy should do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that either one's okay, but I think that a guy should. Like yeah. I would encourage a guy. I wouldn't, if I was having a conversation with a guy, I wouldn't say, well, just wait till she comes to you. I'd say, yeah. it's your, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I would yeah. say, if you're interested, yeah. you should go after should go. But I would say the same thing to a girl. If a girl was saying, I just, you know, he seems interested, but he just, I don't know if he's timid or this and yeah. that. Kind of going back to your one type of example, I'd say, well, why don't you ask him out? Why don't you see if he wants to go grab a coffee? Like see if mm-hmm. there's some chemistry there. So I would feel like I'd say the same thing, but, but generally from my perspective, what I believe is a biblical perspective, I think is that that comes from not as much the verses of the pursuit, but more my understanding of who should be the leader in the home mm-hmm. is that is I think that, and I say this and I tell uh, men, I say being the leader in the home, I know that oh, I'm going to, there's a whole conversation there, but what I like to tell them is it's not just about making decisions or this and that, but what I, one of the things I challenge them with is, is apologizing first. That means humbling yourself first in the relationship, yeah. even in the dating relationship. Yeah. Humble your, If you're going to lead her, humble yourself first right. and apologize when you're wrong. Don't wait for her because right. that's not leading. Lead by apologizing first, even when it's hard, even when the offense is greater on her end. Like I think that's the sacrificial type of leadership that Christ has called us to, yeah. which is a lot of times very different than the world's leadership, right? Kind of mm-hmm. pompous, kind of full, kind of arrogant. I think it's a very humble leadership approach. Yeah. But I think that some of that leadership can start even be in the dating season or in yeah. the pursuit season. Yeah. Mm. So 
Do you guys feel like when you're pursuing or like in your cases, when you pursued um, or are pursuing <laughs> try to cover all my bases. Um, do you feel like something kind of comes alive in you? Like, mm -hmm. like you notice things that maybe weren't there before or like, I'm thinking of my, yeah. my story with Caroline. I was actually just thinking about it. So, so I shared a little bit of it this Sunday. So I saw Caroline on an Instagram yeah, yeah. church, Instagram page, and she was kind of like candid waving photo. And I was like, who is that? You know? <laughs> and so I looked through the comments yeah. and someone had tagged her. So I looked at her profile. She didn't have much. I accidentally ended up liking one of her old photos. <laughs> Like uh -oh. my brother was like, that is the Instagram age. sin of all Instagram <laughs> sins. I know. And I was yeah. on my computer and I didn't, I didn't intentionally do it. And she friend requested me and I started responding. I, I was actually, I just watched her, um, kind of like her stories for a little bit. I was, you know, I was in a position of leadership and I felt like I needed to be, and I think anybody should, regardless of your leadership or not, but I was in a position where I felt like I really need to make sure this is this girl's solid. I don't really want to waste my time. If she's clubbing, if she, I've, I don't know her from anywhere and I don't know anybody that knows her. She seems solid, but yeah. so I started watching and she, she wasn't doing anything crazy. And I, uh, so then it got to a point where she had a, she threw up an Instagram post that, Hey, do you want to ask me, ask any questions? I asked a question. She responded. She responded. I responded. And then it went silent. And I took that as she's not interested. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, she's, she would have continued the conversation. I didn't really yeah. ask her a question, but I thought if you're interested, you keep the conversation going. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know, she wasn't interested. Two weeks later, I get a friend request. It's from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. And I don't know this right away, but then I make the connection. I'm like, she's, he's, her, her mom's friends with Matt Matty on Instagram and this. And I make the connection and I realize, and I talk to my sister. I'm like, hey, listen, <laughs> two weeks, like her mom friend requested me. Yeah, she's got to be talking mean? about me, right? right? She's interested. Yeah. And, and Marissa's like, my sister's like, oh yeah, she, she's interested. And so I said, well, how do I respond back? And, uh, my sister was like, ah, I'm not good at this. She's, this is what she's, like. she's like, my husband was a real player. Uh, Josh, this is her husband. She's like, my husband was a real player. Josh, what would you respond with? And he said, how many weeks has it been? He says two weeks. And, um, he said, it's too long. You need to move on. I said, no, no, I, I really like, I really yeah. want to go in for this. And he said, all right, here's the line. Oh my God. So the first question that I asked her when she had this Instagram thing, the first contact we had, was what's your uh, favorite book or what's the last book that you read? Cause I'm a, you know, I'm a big book reader. Yeah. Um, and so he said, okay, he said, you need to leverage off that question. And he said, you need to say it was emotionally healthy leader by Pete Scazzaro is the last nice. book she read, which by the way, green light for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. she, she, I sent, he said, you got to say this, uh, just bought the book, emotionally healthy leader. I'll be emotionally healthy in two weeks or something. Uh, something to that effect you know maybe we could talk about it when i'm done yeah i know i know everything on the line and i sent it and she replied back oh yeah i just finished reading it well let me know let me know when you're finished reading it and we can we can connect in a few weeks and so you read that thing so fast when she when she <laughs> so so when she responded when she gave me a hint of that she would want to see me 
then I responded stronger and I said, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue even stronger. And I said, why wait two weeks? Let's meet this weekend. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Why wait two weeks? I'll finish this in two days. You know, oh my gosh. Um, so, and then, you know, the rest, the rest is history. Um, <laughs> He's like, I wrote a book about this. So, you know, but even that, my own story of, of that pursuit, there is, it's, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, it's nervous. You know, you're you're risking. You don't want to be rejected. You don't. I don't even know her, but I don't want to be like a fool. I don't want to. You know, nobody wants to put themselves out there and then be rejected. It's just a horrible feeling. Yeah, but I knew. Here's what I knew, and once again, I'm generalizing, but I knew from my experience with women about what they're attracted to of that confidence that that would not be a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Now, for maybe some people that would, and it's too strong, mm-hmm. but my experience is most people, I would say nine out of 10, would actually be attracted. Like, okay, he knows what he wants. Yeah. And I think men, what camera is it? Men, I want to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Women are attracted to a man that knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And part of that is knowing who you are. Yeah. And so, and, and let's bring it back to Christ. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason, I didn't have a bunch of dating experience. I wasn't, I don't feel like I had this you know, prideful, like, oh, I'm all this. I didn't date much. I dated a few times and it was short, but I, I knew who I am. I know who I am in Christ. Yep. And so my mm-hmm. confidence comes from, I know who I am and she may not be the right fit. She, we, not, we may not work. It may not be the right personality, but my confidence doesn't come from just my ability to this. It comes from my relationship with Jesus. Right. It comes from knowing who I am in Christ, yep. right? Exactly. And there's a confidence there of knowing who I am, not what the world says I am, but who I am. And I think that, um, you know, there was, there's a strong, uh, attraction to that, you yeah. know, you still got to work through the dating. You still got to yeah. have a decent personality and stuff like that and be attracted to one another. But yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That's I think that's spot on story. Yeah. I think that's spot on. Like the, I think the identity piece is what is the key part there. It's like, if you know who you are in Christ, you know, that there's nothing that can make you any less of a person because you already are found fully in Christ, then that gives you a, someone called it Godfidence. Mm-hmm. Like it's confidence in, in who God is, right? <laughs> oh, and, no. Hey, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't trademark it. I'm just saying what I've heard. <laughs> Come on. Um, but it's God. true though. It's a confidence that's like, it's not in your ability. It's not in what I can, how much money I make. It's not in how smart I am. It's not in what I can do. What's my job? but it's in who I am in Jesus. And because I know exactly who I am, I know that God provides, I know that he's sovereign. I know all these things about, uh, and, and not just know, but um, they're written on my heart, right? They're a part of my DNA. It gives you just a, a, a freedom to, if you're, if you're interested in someone, you can be clear. You can know exactly w- who you are and what you're looking for. Yeah. And you can communicate that to them. And yeah. so they know exactly where, where yeah. you're at. And I think that just, it, um, it doesn't allow the waters to be muddied, yeah. right? There isn't this like gray, like this man, like I'm, I don't know where, where she's at. I don't know where he's at. There's just, I think there's more clarity. There's still be hiccups. There will still be like the normal dating stuff, Yep. but there's more clarity and commu- the, the communication of your feelings for this person and your intentions for this person are very, are clear. Yeah. Mm. And you can come across as too strong. Yeah, I do. But I don't think that's the issue that most people have. Mm. I don't think that I don't. He just came across too strong. Typically, if they say that they weren't attracted to him. Mm. Mm. That's that's the sad truth, but it's Mm. the truth. Mm. 
And once again, I would say, I guess to the men and the women, but specifically to the men, I would say extra women are attracted, people in general, but women are attracted to men that know what they want. Mm -hmm. I finished the date. We had a long, we had a long first date, but I finished the date and I knew that I wanted to go out with her again. Mm -hmm. I also didn't know the general rules of dating. So (laughs) I was like, I don't know when you're supposed to wait. But I just thought, if you if I know what I want, did, I go after that. So yeah. I asked her before she got into her car. I was gonna say, okay, I was gonna say, did you ask her before? I walked she, and yeah. she was like taking a she was um she told me that she that that wasn't kind of I don't know if it was typical dating behavior, but she was attracted to the fact that I that I knew that I wanted her. Yeah. And it doesn't mean like I didn't know her that well, right. but I knew that I I st- I want to pursue you. Yeah. And she was I said, Hey, mm-hmm. I, I had a great time. I really like you. I'd like to go on another date. What did she say? She was like, Let's do it. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. so she knew first date she was going to marry me she said she ran home to her dad and just like i'm gonna marry him this is the guy blah blah, blah. i didn't know yet but yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> quick I, I knew that i was very interested in her yeah. so but if you're interested in the woman if you're interested in the yeah. person that you're pursuing don't i think it's i think a woman would be very attracted hmm. lauren tell me if a guy after a date and there's chemistry there mm-hmm. said I'm really interested in continuing to get to know you and continue to affirm that as your relationship goes forward. Say, Lauren, I really like a lot of things about you. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be, I just want to be clear or even, or even before they've gone on a date, I just want to be really clear that I'm interested in you, that I like you, that I see this and I'd like to pursue a relationship. Like yeah. don't, uh, Hey, I don't know if you're kind of, you know, if you have, you know, yeah. I don't know if you like, <laughs> just, just go for it and risk it though, yeah. because yeah. you, you have to have some type of risk out in there, yeah. but it's that risk and that boldness that go together yep. that mm-hmm. I think can really go. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not you being arrogant, but no, with humility, being like, yeah. hey, I like, I want, I want to get to know you. Like, I want to go on a second date and take. And you if out she again. says no, yeah, that's okay. That's it. Yeah, that's and okay. you and you don't continue to, right. you weird. know, yeah. Then yeah. then that becomes then that can get unhealthy if you're yeah. just like, no, I'm gonna force yes, it. You know, right. Then yeah. it's like, dude, if she says no, yeah, you can't. But if she that. says no, you need to walk away from it and respect her. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So maybe Zach, share your thoughts before we wrap up. Yeah, question here, time here. after answering one, one question. question. We were supposed to answer five questions in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh and God, we, how did we do? Answered one and then a bunch. And how much time are we at? 110. Yeah, no, that's, oh, that's, that's for the bloopers. <laughs> it's probably about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay, okay so here are my final thoughts as we wrap up. Um, I think one thing, so you asked the question, like, do we come alive in pursuit? Oh, yeah. Whether mm-hmm. being pursued or pursuing others. I think, I think... I definitely do. I think most people do because I think it's a core human longing to be wanted yes. and for that want to be expressed, like yep. you said. Um, and so I think it comes along. But I think what happens often is we become addicted to the pursuit. Mm. Um, and what happens when you are in a relationship over time, as things, as like the relationship gets more serious, uh, the and what happens is that the initial um, like, excitement, the initial like novelty of the relationship starts to fade as you get to know each other deeper. And there's a chance for the relationship to become mature as you start to live life together, you know, especially as you go into marriage and live the mundane together. Um, But what happens is that pursuit can start to disappear. It's good. And I think this is what leads us to hopping around to different relationships. First of all, it's because we're addicted to that initial pursuit stage Mm, of like, ooh, someone wants me. Or, ooh, I get to pursue this person. I get right. to learn about her or him. And, you know, so we get addicted to that and that leads to messed up relationships as we start to let that pursuit 
lead us out of our committed relationships into other ones. Mm. And so one of the challenges of marriage and of a mature relationship is how do you continue that pursuit? Mm. Um, even when the butterflies fade, because they will at some point, you know, they're not always there and maybe they'll come back at another time. You know, it's like relationships aren't always the blockbuster romance movies we see. Um, mm. So I think that's an interesting idea about pursuit. I think we get addicted to it. It's really good. Partially because it's a core longing for us. And so that desire is not wrong. It just leads us to make wrong decisions. And I will add on is, especially in marriage relationships, but it could happen in long dating relationships as well. Um, But sometimes the the man and woman, they stop pursuing one another. Mm Mm-hmm. And especially for the man, it could feel like, hey, I've kind of won the prize. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have the woman. And women can sometimes feel like in dating and rela- marriage relationships, especially, they can feel like something changed. Mm-hmm. And the pursuit that they want, he feels like, hey, I kind of won. I won the prize. I got the woman and feels like I don't need to pursue her anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't need to date my wife anymore. Yeah. So that core longing we have suddenly is unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. So then where do you look for that? that longing to be fulfilled. You look at that person who just DM'd you, who noticed you, you know, at work or, you know, that's what gets into those problems. So um, I think that's a dynamic that we could actually talk like for hours probably on that one. So I'm just going to leave it there. But I think that's a dynamic to, uh, to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah. So, oh, you got something. Before you close, because I know you're the closer. He's our closer. And since we've taken this episode a little bit uh, of a different uh, direction, I have, I'd like to throw, close it with one final question. Oh boy. And it's a heavy hitter. But we'll kind of close up because what are we at time wise? Uh, Probably around 40. Okay. That's not bad. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people want it. People. All right. Whoever wants to start with this one. I'm opening up a can of worms. Okay, so we're not. But it's closing. a good question. It's a good question, and I think that I I have an opinion on it. I'd like All to right. say that. Can men and women be friends? Just be friends. Like, quote unquote, best friends. Uh, <laughs> speak to it however you want to. Can they be friends? Like you, we can define that. We can kind of pull that. Okay, you know, yeah. I was like, we know. need a little yeah. definition. Yeah, not acquaintances. I'm not saying acquaintances. I'm saying friends, like close like friends. Known. Yeah, close like, friends that spend significant amount of time with each other. Okay. Do you think that men and women can be close friends? Do I think it is physically possible? Yes. Will that? Can that eventually lead to deeper? relation uh, emotional bonds than it should yes i have a hard time saying that you can never be friends with the opposite sex mm-hmm. um i just don't think that's fair to a lot of people mm-hmm. i think there are some people who have personalities that are wired in such a way where you can easily connect with someone emotionally and take that relationship to a deeper level than it should and i think there are a lot of people also that aren't wired in that way and that can have a, a friendship that doesn't go to a deeper emotional bond. I think the weariness comes in as trying to figure out which kind of person you are. Because if you don't know which kind of person you are and you are the person who gets attached and can and creates an emotional bond mm-hmm. that's deeper than it should be with the opposite sex, then it puts yourself in a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's... It's hard to say black and white, yes or no. I think there's a lot of gray area. 
I think for me personally, mm-hmm. it I I can have I think it just goes a step beyond acquaintances when I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. When I'm single, I think I can have because then then it's like how do I get to know somebody if I can't get to a deeper emotional bond with that person? Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a relationship, then it, it just goes a step above acquaintances. Um, and then that's where it needs to stop for me personally, because I know that I'm someone who can really listen well and connect with somebody. And I know that my heart and my emotions will get attached easily if I'm not conscious about that and being real with myself. Mm. So, so you're saying yes, but you have to be careful of what can develop. Yeah. And if you get into a dating relationship, yeah, then mutual like, dating relationship, then it really gets it pulled changes back. the dynamic it does. of yeah. some of your other friendships yes. with the opposite sex. It does. Yeah. For the for out of res- for out of respect for my girlfriend mm-hmm. and out of knowing how I am. Yeah. And I'm sure you'd feel if your girlfriend was hanging out with Yeah. You'd probably feel like that's not the yeah. arrangement. Yeah, right. You right. wouldn't feel super comfortable with that. Right. Yeah. Even if you were confident in your relationship, you may yes. not feel super comfortable with it yeah that's where i'm at can of worms <laughs> this is a can of worms <laughs> i think women and men um can be friends and should be friends mm-hmm. um and I, I think i agree with what you're saying abel like you def like definitely you have to be honest with yourself yeah. you know how you are know how the relationship is because it can develop into something yeah um and so that, that's what I'd say is you just have to be honest with yourself be honest, and yeah. be honest with the people around you. And especially when you're in a relationship, you yeah. have to know how to honor your, um, your partner. Yeah. And, um, but that might mean honoring your partner might mean that your partner is okay with, with friendships. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I have many, um, I have many friendships with women. Some of my best friends are women and I've learned so much from them mm-hmm. and it's been, they've been so, so rich, but, um, my wife knows them and is friends with them too. Mm. And my wife, uh, like, you know, there's no kind of secrecy that's going on. My wife is free at any time to ask me questions and things like that. But the thing is those kind of safeguards haven't had to be put in place because the relationships are healthy. Um, Mm. but that's because we have been able to, they're mature, we're mature and, um, we're able to make it work. But some of my richest friendships have been with, um, with women and we know each other's spouses, even though we're the primary friends and things like that. And that's led to, to rich things. Lauren and I are our coworkers. We work in the same office. Um, we've become good friends mm-hmm. and a lot has come from that too. So no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Should I have brought that one up? Um, no. So I, I think there's a way and I, th- and I've, I've actually been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of attractive people in this world. Mm-hmm. There just are mm-hmm. like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like on the inside, on the outside, there are a lot Mm -hmm. of attractive people. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to live our lives and have normal relationships with people who are really attractive, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who love God, who pursue him, who have strong leadership qualities, who like are creative and all these things. Like we should be able to have friendships with those people without saying, I, those are, those people are dangerous to me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I think there is a beautiful way to go about that. I think the danger doesn't come from that person. The danger comes from your own, you know, tendency and desire to maybe yep. make this something more. Right. And which I think is, is what you're yeah. saying, yep. right? So, yeah. um, so I, I think that's the case. You should definitely keep in mind like these honoring these friendships and, and relationships and being honest. Um, 
and uh, and and mostly it's it's in your mind and it's yeah. in your heart. You have to be really sensitive to what's going on inside you. If you feel like this is starting to become something that's unhealthy, you have to be healthy. You have to be uh, clear about that with your partner or with your friends or even with that person and say, "Hey, this has gone to a place that I think is unhealthy. Yeah. I think we need to take make some boundaries and yeah. take a step back." That's good. But I, I think I think uh, those relationships are fruitful ground. Um, um, for cultivation and, uh, the church, I think in many ways has yet to realize the power that come, that mm. comes from, from those kind of platonic relationships, mm. <laughs> friendships. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, um, I wish that the world was more black and white and that there was yeah. like a very, like, this is the line. This is yeah. what's right. This is what's wrong. But I think, um, what we have to learn as believers and young people is uh, life requires a lot of wisdom and a lot of input from community and a lot of accountability. Mm. And it is so like flowy with, with certain situations. Like I do think that um, you can have a good friendship with the opposite sex. I also think that there are strong boundaries in place when, um, like I'm single, I'm not going to talk to like I'm not going to talk to Zach, like in a way that uh, I would maybe with a different friend who is also single. Like there, there's always, um, and again, this is not black and white, but just having wisdom and knowing like what are, um, what's wise, like what mm -hmm. is gonna, is this decision going to lead me to a place of wisdom or is this decision right now going to lead me to a place of uncertainty or mm. no clarity? And so I always kind of consider like, is what I'm about to share, is that going to lead which way? Mm. And if it is leading in the way that's like a good friendship, solid, and it's wise, um, where I also know that like my own heart isn't going to go towards something that shouldn't, mm. then I think that that's a good thing to have. Mm. Um, I think people and human beings always think that they are more wise than they are, more mature than they are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Stronger, more true. like good so than true. they are. Like yeah. I have learned to not trust myself in certain things and to have stronger boundaries in mm. certain areas of my heart because I have surprised myself with my own decisions mm. and how those places have led me to places I thought two years ago I would never be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so good. Uh, realizing good. that like, I am not as good as I think I am and I'm not as mature and I'm not as wise as I think I am. I have so much more to grow in. Mm. Um, and even as a Christian, I am not as Christ-like as I wish I was mm. at my age right now. Yeah. Um, and I also know that a lot of decisions that I've made that have led me to a place of uh, growth and transformation to become more Christ-like. But with relationships, you just never can trust like I think of like that scene in Mulan that's like, oh, just trust your heart. Like, you know, believe in, in your heart, follow your heart. That's what it is. And I just, I don't think that that's true because like in the Bible, it's like your heart is deceitful above all else. So mm -hmm. why trust something that is going to lead you a place that to a place that's not wise or a lot of like unhealthy things. Um, so yeah, I have, I, I don't really have like it's black and white thoughts, but I think, um, we just shouldn't really think that we're the greatest human beings. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. So yes, you believe that, uh, men and women can be friends, but with some asterisks and just yeah. wisdom. Yeah. And, and that's where community comes in. Yeah. Like yeah. my, my, uh, my parents who have a healthy marriage, a healthy relationship, who also have friendships with 
the opposite sex do it wisely. And so I know that like, I can go to them and say, okay, am I like crossing a line here? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Or, um, a friend who is single, who like has a lot of different platonic relationships and they do it so well because they've had years of experience learning. I think inviting them to also evaluate my relationship with, you know, this person, this person, this person. And they've like, honestly told me like, Hey, actually guard your heart a little bit because that, that person is in a different life area than you are. And so just, you know, be wise. That's what wisdom is, you know, making the small decisions really add up. So I think having community and trusted people in different areas of life is important too. Man, that was really good. Really good. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) Unscrew it. Unscrew it off the mic. (laughs) Do a little process. What what was your thoughts, Josiah? Uh, Yeah, you guys had some great responses. I I think I I would agree with you guys that I think that you could have relationships with men and women. I'm, I'm thinking through my thoughts as we're talking through it. I think you can. I, it's hard when you're speaking generally, because I know there's somebody you say something and be like, well, I'm, you know, yeah. their life is an exception of like, right. of course, like yeah. there's always exceptions, yep, yep. but generally speaking, I think that men and women can be friends. I think that the dynamic once you're in a relationship needs to be different yeah. with mm-hmm the opposite sex. And, um, I think the piece that plays into it, kind of what you were alluding to is I think the thing that changes relationships is attraction, Mm. you know, two people that are not attracted, you could still grow in that. It could be an emotional attraction that you could grow in, but if there's a physical attraction, um, and it doesn't have to be both ways, it can be one way and you could be unaware of it or it could be unspoken, I think can create problems. Um, and I wish that it, I wish that, uh, you know, you could avoid some of that stuff, but I think that you, I'm not sure you always can. Yeah. In my experience, in my personal experience, my, my own self, my own life. Um, I, so I would say that I have, I have, uh, female friends, I have women friends. I don't have close women friends. Mm. And, um, I think the other thing that's difficult as well, and this is just, this is just my opinion on it, my personal opinion. I think that what's also a little challenging is that when you get into a relationship, it changes the dynamic of your relationships with the opposite sex. It should to some degree, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm not sure, and maybe you guys have different opinions on it. I'm not sure how comfortable your girlfriend and your wife would be if you started spending a lot of time with the opposite, opposite sex alone, even if it's at coffee tables and in public places. Like if you start to spend a lot of time, there may start, because everyone comes with their own baggage. Right. There may start to even be some like, why are you spending so much time with that person? And and you may not have any attraction to them, but there may be even an outside perception from your spouse. And you can say that's jealousy. And once again, you could go down the whole rabbit trail. But yeah. my, my general experience, I've had quite a few experience, even in high school, where I was just totally friends with people, mm-hmm. um, uh, totally friends with women. And... Um, you know, talk to them in class, hang out with them and attraction started, uh, a feeling started on their end. And it always put me in a weird situation. Um, if I wasn't interested, cause I'm like, man, I, you're changing something that was working. And I think it does change it when somebody has an attraction and, and that won't change, um, with your guy friends. Mm. And so, um, yeah, some thoughts to throw in the mix of that. I don't know if it's clear mumbled or rambling, but there's a, there's a, it does change things. Like, um, I'm very confident in my relationship with Carolina, my wife. Um, I would not go out one-on-one, 
um, I wouldn't go on probably for my position as well, but I wouldn't go one on one and have a lunch with a woman. Um, yeah. Yeah, and with your with your position as well. I mean, that's like that's a that's a whole nother like yeah. spectrum and yeah. layer of things mm-hmm. that come into play with it. So yeah. it makes yeah. sense. But you know, um yeah, that's a strong position too. Yeah. It's a little bit of a Rick Warren uh Billy Graham position. Yeah. So, you know, my my <laughs> Billy boy. Yeah. Billy boy. But I'm I'm thinking through it, yeah, as we're talking through, it, and I'm just yeah. yeah, there's some dynamic there that I uh and I, I would be okay even with, with, uh, going out with several women If there's like yeah. three or four and we're, it's, it's a work thing or we're talking, right. that's a different di- dynamic, but a one-on-one, we were talking about this the other day with the car, yeah. a one-on-one setting, um, especially the context of the world that we live in today. I think it's just, you have to be really wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, we should probably wrap up this, uh, questionnaire which ended with <laughs> uh, one one question come really. on come question on from our list so yeah. whoever submitted that question you're welcome um hopefully this was helpful we above and beyond yeah. yeah studio audience was it uh good yeah nice nice okay well thank you for sending your questions in Mm -hmm. if you have any more questions there will be a link in the description for you to send them our way and hopefully we will actually get to them in a future episode Um, (laughs) that is our intention that is what we intend i hijacked us i'm sorry (laughs) it's good they're good questions questions. uh we hope that this podcast blessed you um and uh yeah gave you some food for thought so uh thank you for listening and we'll see you next time Keep sipping, (laughs) y'all.